0: oh yeah
1: When your legs don't work like they used to before Ah uh, Yes And I can't sweep you off of your feet No You think you'd say any more there don't you but yeah. he doesn't it goes against the mold, breaks it's the mold, doesn't what, rhyme. What well on, Sharon. Hold well on. Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Mm. Bit gross. Will your eyes still smile from your cheeks? Uh, okay. And darling, I mm. will. Hey,
2: yeah.
1: Till I'm 70.
2: Right. Loving you till you're 70, and then
1: after 70, you can. Get f- out. Go fuck yourself. Get. Pack your bags yeah. and walk slowly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> out the door. yeah. Pack your bags and waddle your way out. Right. The cutoff is 70. Be mind yourself. I still I still I still care. Yeah. I still care about you. I don't want you to hurt yourself on your way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't love you anymore. Right. And I'm thinking about how people fall in love in mysterious ways. Maybe just ah. a touch of a Hand if you've ever fallen in love because someone's touched your hand, mm-hmm. that's I think that's a bit creepy. Right. He touched my hand and then I was in love with him. Take me into your loving
0: arms.
1: Right. I'm full of cold. Oh yeah. Kiss me under the light of a thousand stars. Oh, fuck it. Oh, it takes a lot it takes a lot of time to get going this When's the it? chorus? I Is think that we're the chorus? Alright, oh, okay. Place yeah. your head on my beating heart mm. I'm thinking out loud
2: yeah you should have a more realistic version of this song yeah when the relationship's getting a bit tired do
1: you know what I mean I, th- I think we should i just saying I think your sister's attractive I'm just, just I'm just thinking out loud you have to keep putting your hands up yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking out loud just thinking out loud As there are no wrong ideas in a brainstorm absolutely I just think your older sister's she's got something going on there yeah. I think it's maybe because I shouldn't maybe because I shouldn't want to kind of yeah. makes me want to yeah
2: I just think your ethical veganism doesn't tally with the fact that you wear. Sweatshop clothes Just thinking out loud I'm just thinking out loud
1: I'm just thinking out loud about thinking out loud, thinking out loud about, I know how you're always telling me That I need to go vegan But you find all those recipes On your iPhone Which is a p- product That's made by slaves When they farm that mineral That goes into the battery People die Whoa 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 I'm just thinking out loud Whoa 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 I'm just whoa, thinking out loud Whoa whoa I'm just thinking out loud, whoa, whoa. Just thinking out loud. <laughs> I just think we could Pep this baby up a bit mm. this, I just think this ship's A, a little bit anchored To the harbour hey, Whoa 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 yeah. I'm just thinking out loud. Hey, hey. Ooh, I like I like when uh, I don't <laughs> have a drama. So I I tap on the guitar.
0: Oh yeah,
1: you know. Ooh,
0: and the song is yes, Marvin Gaye's. Let's get it on with my vocal on top.
1: <laughs> you know when guitarists do that oh, yeah. do you like the video it's the song oh yeah I like it loop stations as well you know what they are More little, you um, know when they go do 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 do, yeah, <laughs> do, 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 do. and then it, then it doubles up it's
0: like a sampler <laughs> oh yeah that, oh
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> then you, they go, <laughs> <laughs> go, go do 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 I mean I like, I'm not by the way I'm not knocking Ed Sheeran I know he uses a loop station right okay I uh, I think Ed's a very talented man
2: I like his vid- I like the video for that song
1: hard-working guy thinking out loud, loud. good pop writer yeah For and video- I also think if you're going to be the biggest pop star in the world I think he's a good role model as well Okay. You know, he's not, like, taking his shirt off and doing synchronised dance moves and singing about right. about how much the girl wants it. Uh-huh. I, I, I like that about Ed. He doesn't... He's not cruising down. And I didn't go to Brit school. Yeah. You know that one? Right. Fu,
0: fu, fu, bu, 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 bu.
1: I, I feel like Ed Sheeran drives a Peugeot just because he just yeah. likes to get from A to B. He's grounded. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I like about old Reli- Ed. Reliable car. I think he just... He, he doesn't see a car as something luxurious. He sees it as it's functional yeah it's a functional he wants to get back to his parents house and get some groceries yeah
2: the videos he does he kind of reinvents himself each time because the, thinking out loud he's like dancing around doing like tango moves with is a, he with a brilliant so, the video, soft focus the, no the video's really good it's in this big ballroom and it's just this sweeping camera sweeping around him and this dancer but then I was in the gym the other day because I go to the gym now cool
1: And uh, uh, on the TV... So you probably just went as a one-off, right? Or have you joined as a member? No, I joined as a member. Oh, wow. I
2: even had a protein shake. But the other video with Ed Sheeran is his boxing. So he's like, he's a black and white, and he looks really muscular and buff. So he kind of keeps you guessing each way. You know, he's a really good dancer in one. Then he's like, um, I don't know,
1: Rocky Balboa in the other one. I was in the gym, and I saw a video by a band called Maroon 5...
2: Oh, Maroon Five, yes. Started their career. I'm aware career, of their work. Started their <laughs>
1: <laughs> career as like a sort of John Mayer pop rock band, yeah. With that song, and then they had uh, then. I think what happened in Maroon Five's career, right? Mm. I might be wrong here,
0: right? But
1: I think they had a five album contract, right? Yeah, yeah. They did the first album, which was massive, and then two three and four not that good and the label went look we're going to drop you unless you have some hits so then they went in with all the co-writers like the Max Martins and all that kind of stuff and yeah, and then they came out with that one Right, came out with these fucking mega pop hits but that sound totally different right yeah okay not judgment I'm just it's just an observation and a guess that maybe that's what happened but I was watching a video of theirs where they turn up at a wedding
2: Oh, I saw that Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that
1: song called? It's called, like, Strawberry Dildo or something. Uh, Yeah, no. Sugar. I I am
2: going to be judgy about this. I did hate it.
1: Right? But what I don't get about that video... (laughs) I did hate that. So they're at a wedding, right? Yeah. And then they set up this, like, thin veil... Right, ...that the band's behind. So you would have seen them going behind the veil. And also... And then the veil drops, and everyone's like, Oh, my God, we had no idea Maroon 5 at the wedding. But there's a camera crew there. No, but
2: I read... I read but so about this. They're well, no, actors. They're obviously actors. No, no. I read about this, and yeah. So the the idea is, well, I think the way they did it is they set up this this veil, the 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 wedding band veil, and I think they make got people to come in after they set up the veil, and then there was the reveal. But I read about it, and most of them were actors. There was a couple of occasions. Where they, they all, actually did a genuine wedding. Yeah, they all
1: but, look too beautiful. Oh
2: yeah, no, everyone... Because if it was real, there would be a pissed uncle who hated Maroon Exactly, vibe, yeah. Throwing shit.
1: Exactly, there's no crying toddler. There's no crying toddler... S- sliding around on its knees. Yeah. You know?
2: There's no guy just, you know...
1: There's no racist... aunt. Uh, yeah, there's no racist <laughs> aunt. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. You know? There's but, no okay. shot of the woman who's too old to stand up and dance. Yeah. Even though she really wants to. Yeah, the, all the real things that happen at weddings. It's
2: a bit aggrandizing in the sense that why don't we do a video where everyone's really happy to see us? Yeah, and in fact, it's no longer about their wedding anymore. <laughs> it's about us. Why didn't we do that? And it was like, yeah, that's that's awesome. What's the name of the singer?
1: Adam Levine.
2: Because Adam Levine all I know is that the first album Maroon Five did was all about his girlfriend who dumped him and he was really bitter about it. Do
1: you know yeah, what I mean? that's fine. But like, What's was, wrong with that? That's yeah. how most great art is made. But all his videos were like... What is art whiny? without bitter <laughs> anger?
2: Yeah, but it wasn't... It was pathetic hurt that he, he sent out into the world. It wasn't... It wasn't... In- coruscating... Biting... Most
1: great songs come from rage, don't they? From like, fuck you, I don't need you. Yeah, but it's not rage against the machine. It's more like wine against the machine <laughs> for him. Hello and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday, the 3rd of May... How's it going, guys? Spring is here. Welcome to all the new listeners. Welcome to our dojo. Welcome. Come in, <laughs> sit down, cross your legs. Yeah. Have, oh, this... have a
2: muller fruit corner. Just have, bust, a mull... <laughs> have a muller fruit corner and yeah, sit down. Yeah, but, but fold bag. the
1: corner in. Don't dip. Don't dip. Yeah. That's weird. Just, just, the dipping's odd. You've got to fold it into the main body. Or to... have a crunch corner as well if you're feeling, you know, mm-hmm. like you want to throw a caution to the wind. What's happened this week? Can I just play you this? Yeah, Sure. Is this going to work? Yes. So do you know the singer Leo Sayer? Yeah. What did he do again, Leo Sayer? Leo Sayer was a singer, I guess, in the sixties and seventies. I think yeah. he was a bit of a poster boy. Mm-hmm. And um, someone sent me this the other day. This is him on the radio Isn't on Radio that funny Two. To say, but- Mm-hmm. You
2: very successful in, in Southeast Asia. What? why in particular do you think that is? Oh, I know you were successful all,
1: all over the world, but why the, there? Yeah, it's the number two karaoke song in Korea and Japan. <laughs> I, I, I don't know about North Korea, I don't think only, only Donald knows about that. But um <laughs> I, I I basically I go there and it's you know, Pong <laughs> I I'm making that up of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even the DJ's like, Like, let's move this along, Leo.
2: Yeah, don't do the racist impersonation, please. (laughs) To be fair, the Chili Peppers did
1: that, didn't they? (laughs) They did. (laughs) And they sold like 20 million copies doing it. (laughs) Should we have that one more time? Yeah.
0: It's, you know, <laughs> me no
1: I'm making that up, of course. Yeah. I, I am like, making that up, of course. And goes, guys, yeah. I'm not actually speaking Korean here. Just in case, just in case you thought maybe I had.
2: Uh... I just want to clarify it was a racist generalization. <laughs> it wasn't me trying to speak it. It's, you
0: know, me no I'm making
1: that up, of course.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, well, that, s- oh, Jesus Christ.
2: Leo, Leo, Leo! You just get to a point of success, and you just you you lose sight of everything. Like, well, Nostazi. he's just an old guy. He's just an old man as well. It's like that Romanian tennis player, Nastasi? What did he do? Well, just uh, the last couple of weeks, he got in trouble. He he, <laughs> he said some racist things about. Um, Serena Williams' oh, no. unborn kid. Oh no! wait—is he a tennis player? Yeah, Nastasi was like a, a champion tennis player. in the. 60s. Oh, was a, yeah, he was okay. Romanian. So he's like getting old, older now, but he's kind of how uh, old is he? Sixty? He's probably in his sixties. Okay. Yeah, and he's just showing his hand now and just being really just says things offhand that are oh, a bit no. racist. <laughs> and so he got hauled up because of it, and he's he's completely baffled as to why it would be offensive as well. What did he say? I think he referred to. He said something along the lines of um, Serena Williams' unborn child is going to come out milk chocolate because they're white and dad, a white dad, and then something else. That's He's, not racist. He keeps calling everyone bitches as well. Okay, well that's bad. He was like a coach on one of the um, on this tennis tournament recently. He was just is milk chocolate racist. It's sensitive. I'm milk chocolate. She, uh, uh, Serena Williams, took exception.
1: Well, hang on a minute. My dad's white. My mum's black, and right. I came out milk chocolate. I think that's quite a nice. I'd be happy if my birth certificate right. said milk chocolate. Right. You know, mm-hmm. or chocolate milk, or chocolate love. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I don't. I don't see that as too bad. Yeah. I guess it's the tone, the cadence in which you say it. Mm-hmm. If you go, oh, her baby's going to be milk chocolate. <laughs>
2: you, yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: What else happened this week? There was the Met Gala last night. What's that? I have no idea what that is. The Met Gala. The Metropolitan Gala, right? right? And it's where all these celebrities go and they go down the red carpet and everyone's dressed really lavishly. Yes. I have no idea what it is. So you don't know what they do when they get inside the building? I, I have no idea what it is. Everyone freaks out about it and ah. says, well, it's the Met Gala and then Vogue and Cosmo and all the big people are like, and then like, let's see what they wore and if they look good and oh no we judge that person based on their dress, what not to wear. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Right? And then they go up the stairs, up this big red carpet. Yeah. And then, I don't know, I think it's just they. then they're outside again.
2: Right. I'm always you- impressed with people who can do the red carpet well, in the sense that, you know, you have, particularly women, they do this pose where they look over their shoulder. Do you know that one? Do you know what? You're like wearing a dress, and you're looking over your shoulder. So you kind of...
1: Yeah, kind of yeah, they do the look back.
2: They, look, they do the look back, yeah. which is kind of like, look at my shoulder, look at, look, at my, look at my spine. Mm-hmm. And also, I think when you turn back, it tightens the underneath of the chin. Yeah. So it kind of makes you look better. And then also you get people who are like, they kind of know where the camera is, so they kind of look slightly down, rather because apparently it's quite unflattering getting photographed from
1: underneath. Did you know that the key to it's the all, good red carpet photo is, is to not smile? yeah don't smile and squint a little that's the that's no it's the truth that's <laughs> yeah. the key someone said yeah. that to me once they were like if you're ever on a red carpet and I went I think you're vastly overestimating my talents right yeah if you're ever on a red carpet Josh I went that's never going to happen they right. went Josh just listen to me if you're ever on a red carpet don't smile yeah Because then it makes your face look more framed. Right. Something like that. Well, you're Uh, pretty miserable anyway. Yeah, I don't really smile. There's no risk. Anyway. Okay, the Met Gala, formerly called the Costume Institute Gala, also known as the Met Ball, is an annual fundraising gala for the benefit of the Metropolitan Museum of Art Costume Institute. It's a fucking fundraiser for people to wear nice clothes. Right. It's not even for charity. No. It's a gala for rich people. Yeah. I
2: Guys, I just want you to watch, you know, someone gets up to present an award or whatever. I just want you to watch this video. Roll VT. <laughs> this is a dress. This dress was made <coughs> last week. And it was worn only once. The dress is now in storage. But with your help, we can get that dress out of storage and onto somebody again at a function very much like this. Just a £1,000 gets the dress off the rack for a day. £5,000 gets it out for a month. Please, dig deep. Think big. Met garlic. Let's get that dress out. Hashtag garlic.
1: Okay, we're going to take a short break here and hopefully there'll be some adverts and we'll see you in a second. Hello and welcome back. You know, last week we were advertising Alien Covenant, Ridley Scott's new movie.
2: I will never go and see that film. Why? Not because it's bad. Not because it's just I can't watch those. I can't watch the inevitable scene where someone gets shut in with an alien and they're screaming through a, a window for, for them to be helped. I feel terribly uneasy watching it. Yeah, it's just horrible.
1: I'm definitely going to go watch The Alien Covenant.
2: It's just, you know, and those face huggers are like, you know, like mean vaginas.
1: Yeah, the, the puppets on Alien are really well made, because it's like penis and vagina. Yeah,
2: it's 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 kind of tapping into some weird fear that everyone has about genitals.
1: You have the big alien.
2: Yeah.
1: That's shaped like a dick. The big frontal lobe. And then and it, it opens lobe. its mouth, and there's another penis in its mouth yeah, yeah, as exactly. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And then you have the one that goes down the throat. It lays eggs inside you. That looks like a. It opens up like a. Like a. I mean, not to sound crude, but it opens up like. Yeah. A a, a, a hoo, you know. A hoo ha. A hoo. And uh, and then they, but they both kill you. Yeah, they both kill you. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then the one that comes out of your stomach looks exactly like a penis. It's just like the stuff that,
2: yeah, it appeals to all those fears, like something in getting inside you. I you think that you? was a
1: phone call that Ridley Scott made when they first started making the film? And they were like, he was like, boop, boop, boop. hey, is that the uh, prop department? They were like, yeah, hi, it's Ridley Scott here. I don't know why he talks like that. Yeah, hi, hi, Mr. Scott. we were down in the props department. Yeah, yeah I was going to come down after I ate my tuna mayo sandwich. Uh, that's weirdly specific, um, but I guess it is the seventies, so that would have been mm. a, a sandwich that existed back then. It's a design classic, the, the the tuna mayo sandwich. A little bit of cucumber for the crunch. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect sandwich. A little bit too salty. But anyway, carry on. Sorry, Mr. Scott. What were you saying? So uh, <laughs> I was going to come down to props and um, have a look at what you guys are up to. Yeah, we mm. wanted to ask you, what do you think we should be going for with the alien looks? Well, I was thinking dicks and fannies.
2: I have FedExed over some material. Yeah, we got that. It's just pornography. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we, I just want you to leave through that and take a pic. Basically, take a pick.
1: make this flesh, yeah? fleshlight, and dildo. <laughs> yeah. come to life. Yeah, imagine, imagine that you've tossed the dildo up into space, and yeah, and it's become an alien, and it's it's got us, it's become it's come alive, and now it's come back down it's, to and it's built a spaceship and it's come back. Yeah, yeah. I want Morph and me meets E. T. meets mm. Mars Attacks meets meets penises and vaginas. I want, and I'm gonna yeah. have Sigourney Weaver just walking around in her underwear with a cat. I want a, I want a marauding dildo.
2: And It must be marauding. I want it to maraud. Mm. Are I've, you guys okay down there? Yeah, we're doing loads I'm of not, acid, Ridley. We're doing a lot of acid down here at the moment. So will you know, we'll, we'll we'll get back to you in a week.
1: Every week you can write into the show at ebp at dot co dot uk. Any problems that you might be having please write in and we will give you our advice on how to cope with those problems. It might be a work-related problem like... Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: You've been working at the same company for a good few years and you've started to do judo. You're really excited about the judo that you're starting to learn on the weekends, so you come in one day and you tell Ralph your work mate
2: and he goes that's nothing mate
0: I know jujitsu, 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 and I'm a ruddy black belt a black black belt jiu
1: jitsu jujitsu, 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 jitsu jiu jitsu
2: and then you go well I know judo and I'm, I'm doing pretty well I'm only on the blue belt but maybe we can we can you know spar together or whatever we do Someone passing by and goes, "Yeah, do it. Let's see who wins. Go on, go on. Have a have a martial arts off." And you go, "Okay, I'll
0: do that." So you try to do some judo on the jujitsu person, and Boris kicks your ass, kicks your ass, kicks your ass.
1: There you go, and uh, it's embarrassing, and you have to write into the show. Let's go '90s uh, acoustic song on this. You ready? Right. Or maybe it's a relationship problem. Like, oh god. Okay. Nice. Yeah. set the scene for this relationship problem. You're in a big empty house in a yeah. 90s music video and the Fine. camera's following you around. Okay. You know, like, You say okay. I only hear what I want to okay. mm.
0: You're going out with A girl named Sarah Sarah She likes you a lot Of late, she's introduced some sexual fantasies and she says I want to eat food off your body She wants you to be an inanimate object while she eats food off you, food off you food off you So you agree and you get blindfolded and you go on all to be a naked coffee table while she eats her food off you it's happening you're feeling so close to her it's feeling so good then suddenly you open your eyes and you see another man eating off your buttocks another man there he's eating food off you too and he's smiling a smile at her, and she's smiling a smile back that you've never seen before. And it's getting you jealous, it's getting you jealous, so you pipe up. If I'm gonna be a fucking table,
2: could you not invite other men in to eat food off my butt, please? Because this, you never mentioned this, and this isn't what we agreed. Ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. <laughs> and they laugh, they laugh, and you get very upset. And he starts to scoop hummus off your tits. And that's that's enough that's enough for you so you get up and throw all the food off your back and you storm out and you get an Uber you have to flag a cab because Ubers won't pick you up naked and then you eventually get a cab and you go home and you reassess the relationship right into the show
2: there you go it's, uh, if someone wants to eat food off you just make sure it's a party for one party for one a party
1: for one and, and have twiglets love isn't always an edible thing, yeah. Girl, I got a hungry heart, but that don't mean that I want you to eat eating things off of my body. No, 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 no. Or maybe it's a sexual problem, like, yeah, you get turned on by people dumping you. <laughs> First letter, dear EBP, my friend slash ex housemate just got back from a year of travelling. He went to some sort of conservation thing and helped animals or something. <laughs> right. I'm trying to keep this short so you don't have to read a long letter out. He's basically become a total bell end since he got back. The only word I can think of is hippified anything i do whether it's buy a shirt or a drink he has some patronizing thing to say about the environment or my lack of perspective on the planet and how small we are his parents paid for this trip ffs <laughs> yeah i remember three nights before he left when he took cocaine and a disabled toilet on the baby changing shelf this man is not a saint i don't <laughs> i don't i don't want to stop being his friend but i feel like i need to tell him to grow up what should I do PS can't wait to see the Kenneths at Brixton when are you releasing new music uh, well let's answer your letter first yeah sounds like he's come back wearing one of those big cardigans with sort of white man dreadlocks yeah tied back yeah you know with some wooden hoops in his ears yeah more power to him do what you want you only go around once be free live how you want to live but just don't make other people feel like shit for it right you know yeah maybe just say that to him get another friend <laughs> Get another friend. No, just sit him down in the pub and go. Just stop telling me how to live my life, you hemp-wearing knob. I respect your choices, but don't judge my choices. Yeah, I think
2: there's an assumption. I think you do meet people who kind of make that assumption that everyone else is stupid. You know, they they kind of assume that no one's really thought about moral complexities and dilemmas, and they just kind of go, "Well, everyone's just a blind automaton who's following, you know, the man." And you know, I, I see things differently. I think what's hard, the hardest thing of all, is when you meet those people, is that there's their assumption that you haven't thought about all this stuff, and also that you haven't thought about the contradictions. For example, like someone like that can all also, you know, lecture and hold forth, but there's you just have to look them up and down to see the hypocrisies. They, you know, they they use items that are questionable at best yeah. uh, in their modern, you know in in this kind of modern world that we've constructed for ourselves. Things come at a cost to other people. I do think he's a bit too he sounds like a very black and white, head, head in the cloudsy kind of not particularly bright guy. And yeah. it's yeah, just set him straight.
1: Alright, here we go. Next letter. There you go. Um I did I didn't tell you about my road rage this week, did I? No. I was I went to see my mum on the weekend. You got rage. And I uh, drove round a corner and a jeep came round really fast. <laughs> Right. Like, really fast around this like blind corner and nearly hit my mum's car. Right. Um, and uh, I stopped the car, and he, it was a very narrow country lane. Okay. This car pulls up, nearly hits my mum's car, and we were on this narrow country lane, and one of us had to reverse, and we had this standoff. And I just sort of was gesturing at him. I was like, You've got to reverse. You've got to reverse. And he started shouting something through the windshield. So I just wound down my window. I was like, Mate, you came around that corner too fast. I'm not moving my car. And, uh, and then he got out of the car. Really? Yeah, he got out of the car, came over to me and went, where's the central reservation? And I went, there isn't one. And he went, exactly. I was what like, mean? well, that's not a point. <laughs> went, There's no central reservation, so uh, you, know, you, have to, you have to judge it yourself. And I went, no, you were going too fast around that corner. Right. And then I got out of the car. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Hello. What's,
2: what? Happened I thought happened? it was going to kick
1: off. Yeah, and then what happened? Um, I, I started spraying my scent just to, to ward you, him off. you pissed on your tires. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> <laughs> sprayed your mask. And uh, I, went, I went, there's no central revision. You were coming around that corner too fast. And he went, yeah, I was first. And I went, that's not what I said. I said, you were coming around the corner too fast. You enter a social contract when you drive on these roads. Mm. You have to be cautious and assume that there's always another driver coming because there's not, not enough space for two cars. Right. And you got back in the car and we had another standoff. Oh, really? I sucked it up and backed reversed the car. Really? And I still regret it. But I gave him the finger when he drove off. Wow, burn. Because I think as I get older, I think I just... Am, I think I'm going to get beat up quite soon. Right. Um, the, the older I get, the more annoyed I am at people who live their life like everything was made for them. Right, yeah. No self-awareness. Like, that road was made for that guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Like People who... You know when you're walking the same way... And you come up to someone on a pavement and you both try to avoid each other, but you both go the same yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then someone will go, oh, like that, like you're in their way. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like yeah, that's yeah. their pavement. Right, yeah, yeah. It, It's just really getting under my skin as I get older. Right. So I think it's going to end up with me getting stabbed.
2: Yeah. Incidentally, uh, he employed a very good tactic that when you're in the middle of a fight, like a verbal argument even though you have no point, you just say exactly and that buys you time. Yeah. So let's do, for example, like you
1: could argue anything. It's like,
2: yeah, there's oxygen in the space. There isn't oxygen in space. Exactly. You're like, <laughs> but,
1: that, what? Here's another one as well. Here's another good one. Ask exactly. Me, another what? good one is ask me a question Like we're having an argument. Ask me a question. Why did you put the coffee there? Well, that's a very good question, Tim. Why did I put the coffee there? Yeah, exactly. that's buying time. Whenever yeah, anyone yeah, yeah, yeah. says that's a good question, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're thinking about the answer, of course, as or, well. Or take a drag of a cigarette, yeah. <laughs> okay, next letter uh, Dear EBP, this is terrible, but the other day my son opened my fa- phone and found all my sexts to a guy I'm seeing. He's 16, I'm 40. Wait, you're seeing a 16 year old in your 40? No, his son oh, This her son's okay. 16. Yeah. That makes sense. That would have so she would have been twenty four. Yeah, yeah, good age, good age to have kids. Solid. When I got my phone back, he was very quiet, <laughs> and when I looked at my apps, I could see he had opened my WhatsApp, which included lots of sexting and even some pictures I've sent. Oh, oh god. No. I'm mortified and don't know what to do. What would you do if you found something like that as a teenager? I'm worried he's going to grow up a weirdo now, and it'll all be my fault.
2: I think it's fine. I think it, she, he now, he's sixteen. He's old enough. It's not like he's like ten. He's 16, so he's old enough to know that you're a human being, a, a sexual being, and you have your own life as well. So, No, even, 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 though, even though it's horrible and you're like, oh, fuck, fuck. Like, he, and he will remember that until he dies. <laughs> it's still pretty healthy because then he'll be like, it's just a rite of passage, I think. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but I just don't mention it. There's no point. You're not going to get any mileage out of bringing it up. So just, um, I think I think it's a positive thing in the long run. In the short term, I don't think it's traumatic. I don't think when you're 16. I think if you're like nine, and you open up like a sexy yeah, thing 16. Of your mom, he's got other things on different. his
1: mind. He's got other things on his mind, which is how long can I be in this locked bathroom <laughs> until my parents yeah. get suspicious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's there. Other things going on
2: there. But you're, it's humanizing to you. It's humanizing now. You know, I mean, all kids have to go through that. Phase of seeing their parents, who were once gods, become human, and this is one of those those examples. And I think that's healthy. So now, as we kick on,
1: yeah, he may not have seen the pictures either. Yeah. Also, you're a woman. You're a mum. You're single. You or you have you have needs.
2: Okay. And that WhatsApp is good end to end encryption. <laughs> you know, end to end. I encryption. think that's a lie. End-to-end encryption. I think WhatsApp. If you're, gonna, I think that's a lie. if you're gonna take a dick pic, stick it on WhatsApp.
1: But I don't think that's true. Not even the yeah. MI6 can see it. I don't think that's true. I think that if the police James are hunting Bond. you, they can find it pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's
2: a bit of a lie. Yeah. In today's surveillance culture.
1: Now, last letter, right. dear EBP. I've recently got to know my friend's neighbour after a night out we all went back to hers she is a lot older than me I'm 23 she is about 50 she's basically basically she's married to a guy but she insists is for it's for visa purposes only but I met him too and he seemed pretty into her we exchanged phone numbers earlier in the evening when she couldn't find her phone so I called it for her and the next morning she got a text saying we should meet up sometime and other flirty things that's quite a good tactic that isn't it Well. Like, oh, I've lost my phone. Can you call it? And then you've got their number. Oh, yeah. Clever. It's yeah, creepy. Clever. Bit,
2: bit creepy, though.
1: Clever girl. Right. We're being hunted.
2: Is that Jurassic Park? Ran. Yeah. Right.
1: What I'm asking you two is, should I have sex with this older married woman? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I shouldn't. That's a given. But these opportunities come once in a lifetime. But, all right, Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> What's the chords there? Uh, This opportunity comes once in a a lifetime lifetime. Snap back to reality Oh, the husband walks in And even though you think it's just a marriage of convenience You said that he seemed pretty into her You hear the door slam And you're not wearing any clothes You think, oh my god this is it, this is how I'm gonna die This is gonna be so embarrassing I'm home sweetheart, I'm home and she says, don't worry. Don't, I don't know why she's Spanish. <laughs> don't worry. It's just a marriage of convenience. It's just a visa marriage. Whose pants are these? Whose pants are these? The living room floor. What, what, why is the Lighthouse family playing? You said you... you said. You, <laughs> um, Lighthouse family. Uh, sorry, on, we really on, made a meal of that. On your sex mix. Um, but these opportunities come to once in a lifetime, right? It's pretty clear that she wants to have an affair of sorts. And I'm struggling with my head and my penis. <laughs> Right. Please help me make the right choice. Right. Okay, so morally, terrible idea, because she's married. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, do, it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't I, do it? I mean, I know do he it? shouldn't do, do it. it. Okay, you shouldn't he do it. Should. You shouldn't I'm do just thinking it. out loud. But
2: just think yeah, just thinking out loud. No, I won't do it, but should I do it? <laughs> you should definitely, do definitely it? shouldn't do it, but, but... If you really want to, yeah. Don't do don't. it. No, no, I don't think you should do it at all. I don't think... I don't think you should do it at all. No, unless you want to. No, unless you want to and you're selfish... If, look, maybe get... Oh, God. If you're dying, you should do it. I don't think you should do it. I don't think you should do it at all. You shouldn't do it. No, it's wrong. But maybe...
1: No, it's, no, wrong. it's no. wrong. No, definitely don't do it. It's wrong. It's a terrible idea. Go... You know what you should do instead is just pack your bag, go camping for the weekend. And, and, yeah. Get one of those little fire things. Make yourself some some ambrosia rice pudding on your own. Sit by the coast. Watch the sunset. Don't Don't have an affair with a married... Woman, that's a terrible idea. That you're you're disgracing the sanctity of marriage. If you do that,
2: I mean, I'm not entirely. Maybe, maybe do it.
1: <laughs> I'm not
2: particularly concerned about this, like the sanctity or whatever you know, the religious feeling of it. Just if if someone if you're screwing someone else over, that's just
1: not cool. It's not cool. So just don't do Except it. Except it would be quite no cool. Don't do it. Don't do it. Definitely <laughs> don't do it. But maybe do it. <laughs> um, you shouldn't ever have an... They've made also, a deal with each other to remain faithful <laughs> and you should not get in the middle of that. But
2: you're going to have sex and then immediately after you have sex, it's all going to come very real, very suddenly. And it's not going to be a nice situation for anyone. Yeah, And what if she actually has feelings for you and then you want to back out and then you've just ruined a relationship? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think people have the right... Like if someone's with someone, it's just not right. It's just, you know, I, I think it's you. You gotta have some principles, you know. You 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 just want to do it because it's hot,
1: which isn't reason enough. They, yeah, they have said, I've said my bit. Yeah, I think you know what Tim, I agree with you. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I can tell what you're gonna say. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> right. I think right. Tim's got a good point there. Yeah. Don't do it. That's that. That's the that's the end. Yeah. Don't do it. No. You know, unless you want to have an affair with a married woman. You know, it'd be like a Danielle Steele novel. Right. You know? And we all want to be that. Well, you know, it'd be like the Fifty Shades of Affair, whatever it's called, you know? Right. It's, don't You're looking at me like, it's a terrible idea. No. Don't do that. Don't live your life like a romance novel. Live your life like a guidebook for dummies novel. Yeah. There you go.
2: Live your life like a bowl of muesli with just not enough milk. In it. Yeah, exactly. That's Live where, your life like, like there's
1: cereal, yeah. but there's no milk, and you're using water.
2: Yeah, you're using muesli and water. There you go. And it's, it, you know, just you know have you know your life is a turnip not quite cooked properly
1: Live your life like it's the bowl of wheatabix and you have poured the milk in but you got distracted and you missed the optimum wheatabix eating moment which exists after about 60 seconds but before two minutes when there's still crunch but a little bit of mush the wheatabix window the wheatabix crunch window yeah live your life like you are in that pocket <laughs> in what in the window in the in the pocket what's the pocket of the perfect Weetabix crunch great okay, amount yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where that's where you need to exist yeah, yeah. in life
2: uh-huh.
1: that's if you're going to take anything from this week's show take that yeah alright that's it for the show right. thank you for joining us and uh, please join us next week for more nothing and uh, if you have any questions please write in ebp at excitableboypodcast.co.uk and uh, maybe open your phone right now go to that little purple podcast app in the search bit type excitable boy. leave us a review yeah uh, thank you for the people that leave reviews. High five! Bye. Here's some music. Bye. <laughs> I'm
0: making that up, of course. Yeah.
1: I'm making that up, of
0: course.